Section three of the story of the Mikado. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Noel Badrian. The story of the Mikado by W. S. Gilbert. Chapter two. Yum Yum's finishing school had broken up for the holidays and yum yum was to return at once to titipu to be married very unwillingly to her guardian koko for whom she had no affection whatever in japan as in england a young lady who is under age cannot be married without her guardian's consent and as koko would not consent to her marrying anybody but himself she had to marry him if she wanted to be married to any one at all yum-yum as a bride that was to be was naturally an object of intense interest to all her schoolfellows and as she was extremely popular with them on account of her amiability and properly restricted sense of fun they all begged to be allowed to be her bridesmaids yum-yum who was a most good-natured girl readily assented to this suggestion so the day after breaking up they all travelled together to titipu in three long omnibuses with their luggage on the roof because as she was to be married that evening there was necessarily no time to be lost yum yum and her bridesmaids arrived safely at titipu and at once proceeded on foot to the courtyard in front of koko's official residence where he was waiting dressed in his most magnificent clothes to receive them moreover he was attended by his retinue of nobles including pooh bah who as archbishop of titipu was to read the marriage ceremony the young ladies entered the courtyard walking two and two and singing this pretty song comes a train of little ladies from scholastic trammels free each a little bit afraid is wondering what the world can be is it but a world of trouble sadness set to song is its beauty but a bubble bound to break ere long are its palaces and pleasures fantasies that fade and the glories of its treasures shadows of a shade as nobody could guess the answer to these riddles yum-yum with her two dearest and most confidential friends who were called peep bo and pity sing came to the front and sang the following trio which had been composed by the school music master for the occasion three little maids from school are we pert as a schoolgirl well can be filled to the brim with girlish glee three little maids from school everything is a source of fun nobody's safe for we care for none life is a joke that's just begun three little maids from school three little maids who all unwary come from a lady's seminary freed from its genius tutelary three little maids from school one little maid is a bride yum yum two little maids in attendance come three little maids is the total sum three little maids from school from three little maids take one away two little maids remain and they won't have to wait very long they say three little maids from school 
three little maids who all unwary come from a lady's seminary freed from its genius tutelary three little maids from school coco was very pleased with their trio and even the solemn and haughty pooh bah was seen to smile but he recollected that a smile was quite inconsistent with the dignity of twenty-eight of his most important public appointments and consistent only with about three of the humblest of them court jester licenser of plays and editor-in-chief of the japanese punch there was a heavy majority against the smile and therefore being a conscientious man he effaced it at once and resumed his customary expression of solemn stupidity coco came down the steps with open arms to receive yum yum who was not a little alarmed at this threat of affection you're not going to kiss me before all these people said she well said coco that was the idea yum yum didn't know much about these things for she only knew what was taught in the finishing school and the finishing school did not finish them quite as far as that she turned to peep bo it seems odd doesn't it whispered yum yum it is rather peculiar assented peep bo oh it's all right said pitty sing everything must have a beginning you know well replied yum yum of course i know nothing about these things but i've no objection if it's usual oh it's quite usual i think said koko who to make quite sure appealed to pooh bah what do you say lord chamberlain now the lord chamberlain was the highest authority on all points of propriety and his decision in such matters was final pooh bah reflected for a moment i have known it done said he at last that settled the matter and koko kissed yum yum on both cheeks to the infinite amusement of all the bridesmaids who chuckled to each other in a rather unladylike manner thank goodness that's over said yum yum at this moment the three young ladies caught sight of poor nanki poo who had managed to get into the courtyard with the crowd in order to have one last look at yum yum before losing her forever yum yum saw him and recognized him at once why said she running up to him that's never you you see at finishing school they teach you a great many polite accomplishments but you are not taught grammar because you are supposed to know it before you go there otherwise instead of exclaiming that's never you she would probably have said am i mistaken or do i behold you once more the other two young ladies who had heard all about him from yum yum rushed up to him and all three began to speak at once without any stops yum yum said oh i am so glad i haven't seen you for ever so long and i'm right at the peep said and have you got an engagement yum yum's got one but she doesn't like pitty sing said now tell us all about the news because you go about everywhere and we've been yum yum top of the school and have got three prizes and i've come home for good and i'm peepo it and she ever so much rather it was you and i've come home for good and i'm 
pity sing at school but thank goodness that's all over now and we've come home for good and we're yum yum not going back any more peep bo not going back any more pity sing not going back any more you can try it if you like to say these three speeches at once as the girls did i should think it was difficult because i can't do it myself and i know that anything that is too difficult for me to do must be very difficult indeed but there's no reason why you shouldn't try especially on a wet day when you can't go out and find it rather dull at home if you can't do it and i can't do it it shows that three little schoolgirls put together are cleverer than you and i because they could and did nanki poo was deeply touched to find that yum yum had borne him in remembrance during the year of their separation and he determined to make a final appeal to koko's commiseration but just as he was about to throw himself at koko's feet that gentleman who had been not a little astonished at the welcome accorded to nanki poo by the three young ladies said to them rather dryly i beg your pardon will you present me oh said all three at once this is the gentleman who one at a time if you please said koko this said yum yum is the gentleman who used to play so beautifully on the on the on the marine parade said peep bo oh indeed said koko as he uttered a long whistle with his pursed up lips i am not acquainted with the instrument nanki poo could be silent no longer sir said he i have the misfortune to love your ward yum yum she returns my affection and is entirely indifferent to yours oh i know i deserve your anger but i anger said koko not a bit my boy why i love her myself i'm not so unreasonable as to quarrel with a man for agreeing with me charming little girl isn't she pretty eyes nice hair taking little thing altogether very glad to have my opinion backed by a competent authority thank you very much good-bye pishtash run him off and pishtash took him by the back of the neck with one hand and by the waist with the other and ran him out of the courtyard in the most undignified manner in the meantime yum yum peep bo and pity sing had been devoting their attention to Pooh bah who stood absolutely motionless to express his contemptuous indifference to the impertinent curiosity of the young ladies they had never seen anything like him before and they were not quite sure that he wasn't a piece of ingenious waxwork one of them to make sure poked him in the ribs with her forefinger which made him jump it's alive said she starting back in alarm go away little girls said pooh bah whose dignity was terribly upset by this very unladylike action can't talk to little girls like you go away there's dears koko came to the rescue pooh bah allow me to present my bride-elect it's the one in the middle what do you want me to do to them said pooh bah swelling with outraged importance mind i will not kiss them 
no no said koko you shan't kiss them a little bow a mere nothing you needn't mean it you know it goes against the grain said Bah. they are not young ladies they are young persons come come said koko make an effort there's a good nobleman well i shan't mean it replied Bah and comforting himself with this reflection he made a tremendous effort as though he were trying to swallow a larger piece of bath bun than he could conveniently manage how de do little girls how de do and then he muttered to himself oh my protoplasmal ancestor that's very good said koko encouragingly that's really capital the three young ladies were very much amused at pooh bah's absurd pride they were so ill-bred as to chuckle quite out loud and i don't think much of their finishing school i see nothing to laugh at said pooh bah swelling with importance like an angry turkey-cock it's very painful to me to have to say how de do little girls to young persons i am not in the habit of saying how de do little girls to anybody under the rank of a stockbroker footnote i don't know why he drew the line at a stockbroker unless it is that when a member of the aristocracy is ruined he generally goes on the stock exchange End of footnote. koko was distressed at pooh-bah's evident annoyance don't laugh at him whispered koko to the girls he can't help it he's under treatment for it then turning to pooh-bah he said never mind them they don't understand the delicacy of your position we know how delicate it is don't we said pooh-bah who was very fierce by this time i should think we did said koko how a nobleman of your importance can do it at all is a thing i never could and never shall understand come with me and be rude to one of the servants it will help to reconcile you to yourself and off they went together leaving yum yum peepo and pitty sing laughing heartily at their experience of a nobleman of the highest importance end of section three